good afternoon, good morning, whatever time of day it is for you. All those ears that may be listening to this podcast. Tonight, I'm taking you on a swimming lesson. On a lesson that will teach you a survival skill that you can take on to your next level in life. And you may be wondering what that lesson is. The tonight's lesson is to sink or to sw- simply swim. I've never learned how to swim. And I know it's funny. As a melanated woman, the stereotype that says black people can't swim is true for me. But it's not for the reasons that some may think. It's not because I'm afraid to get my hair wet. Neither is it because I'm afraid of the water. It's more because of the lack of experience inside the water. But now I'm willing to dive deep and learn how to swim at this one time in my life at the age of 31. It's never too late, people. It's never too late. The only reason why I brought that about because we do things for different reasons, different perspectives, and different backgrounds. And water is universal. Water is in our body. Water is all around us. We drink water. Water is necessary for life. It's it's the it's one of the main elements in the earth. It's needed. And in order to master water, that's what swimming is. You're mastering how to maneuver in water. You have to learn how to take the lessons along the way. There's a wise saying by a very wise woman, Maya Angelou. And it states, if you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. I actually have this on the wall in my bathroom when I go to wash my face. And it's a daily mantra for me. And this mantra forces me to change my perspectives, my mindsets, and how I see things, how I feel things, and how how I'm looking at it. What color am I looking at? Is it blue, red? What emotion is attached to that perspective? And the art of sinking or swimming is very simple. It's not complicated. It's not something that people have to try to figure out or try to dissect with a knife, with the knife of life. But it's something that's very simple. Sink or swim. Have you ever, have you ever heard... What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I'm sure someone here listening to this podcast, you have been through something in your life and you thought that it was going to literally kill you, but you survived it. And now you're living and thriving and you're a better person because of it. The same thing or concept 
goes along with sinking or swimming. When you really won't change, I mean really won't change, not in a mediocre way, not in a playful way, but really won't change. There are a couple of steps that you have to really follow. Number one, you have to recognize the need for change. Again, I say, you have to recognize the need for change. If you never recognize the need for change, you will never change. It's just like an AA. If you don't realize that you have a problem or that you're the problem or it's something that only you can fix, then you will never ever arrive at a place of healing and being healthy. And heal, when you break it down, heal, die at self. Heal thyself. Healthy. So, I propose a question. What areas of your life are you complacent? What things do you need to change? What things are you perpetuating or continuing in your life? What things are you not dealing with? What are you covering up? What are you masking with external things? Such as money, such as sex, such as working too hard, such as smiling or such as partying too much, such as over socializing, such as being depressed. There are many ways to mask what we are going through and not really dealing with it. I know for me, I've had a couple, more than a couple, personal battles in my life. One of the battles have been low self-esteem. And it developed at a very young age. And it was the very opposite when I was younger. I had a very high self-esteem. But as I've grown older and really really came into myself where I am now, I realize that the high self-esteem came from very vain things. It, it was very shallow. It had no depth to it. But as I've grown up, I've come to realize that I have a lot of depth to me. And those things make me stronger. And I've come to realize that those things that I used to value, I no longer value anymore. I become the face of wisdom, as you can say, as you can see. And I still have a lot more to learn. Number two. So now that you've realized that it's a problem in your life, it's something that needs to be fixed. Address it. So you may ask, how do you address something that you're not even sure what it is? This goes back to dissection, breaking down of parts. Break it down into different compartments. Imagine, if you will, 
if you had a cabinet with different with different titles, different things to put files in and arrange your thoughts into different files. And as you arrange all these different ideas or perspectives or whatever it may be, put in different files. Spread the files out. As you spread the files out, you have to decide which file goes into which drawer. Which files will impact the most? Which fi- which files will do deals with your mental? Which file which files deal with your body or your physical? Which body deals with your emotions and spiritual? And once you separate the different files, then and only then can you address it. But this happens in meditation. And meditation is connecting with parts of yourself that you're afraid of. Parts of yourself that you've hidden under your mask. You have to unmask yourself. And be vulnerable and be afraid for the first time. Last but not least. Face your demons. And this is one of the hardest ones. In the spiritual world, it's a certain term that's coined. And it's dark night of the soul. I'm not sure why it's called this, but that's what it's called. And it's when you're facing those dark places in you. Certain things in our lives we push down, repressed, and we've decided not to deal with them until later. And we've just put them in any miscellaneous file in our mind. But time from time, those files pop up in our subconsciousness. And and it is through anything. For example, I can use me for example, and I can speak of the low self-esteem. I can be in a group of people, and I'm not the only woman there. And the guys there may compliment their woman on something. Now, because on an unconscious level and in a subconscious level, I'm insecure by myself. I say something such as, oh, yeah, girl, but you know what? You still need to work on your eyebrows. Now, my conscious mind, which is the mind that I'm aware of, may not be aware that I'm insecure. But if I went into meditation and I was mindful of my thoughts and aware of myself and in tune with my intuition and in tune with my God energy, then I will be able to see that some part of me is insecure. That's the only reason why I spoke out. And a lot of times what people say and don't say says so much about them. Recently, I had a situation with a friend. And upon making different life changes and being sure about them, I discussed this with a couple of my friends. They said, okay, yeah, I totally, I totally support you, et cetera, et cetera. 
except this one friend. This one friend did not congratulate me. This one friend did not encourage me to keep on going. This one friend, if anything, they're trying to downplay everything I did and what I was saying and what I was doing. They didn't give me a they can they didn't give me a happy congratulations. They gave me a very dry congratulations, and that said so much about them that they're not happy with their lives. And I'm doing something better with mine. The subconscious mind reveals the unconsciousness. And, and that's, a, that's another video. But I will go a little into that. But I still, I don't want to get off the subject too much about the, the mind. But just research the conscious, subconscious, and unconscious mind. That's another that's another podcast. But back to changing yourself. Back to coming to a place where you realize you need change. You've recognized that you have a problem. One. Two, you've addressed it. You assessed it and now you're at a place where you're actually walking it out this is the part where single swim comes in when it comes down to certain events certain things or certain decisions that you know you have to make in your life it's very important to share with the people that's in your inner circle And when you share this with the people in your inner circle, watch their reactions. And if their reactions are lukewarm, leave them. Those are the sick people. And you still have to keep it moving. And there are some people in your life that may be the reason why you have a leak in your boat. So you have to ask yourself, is everyone around me really who they say they are? If I decided today to move to Africa and start a business there and come back and invite them and let's have a business together, how many people will support me? I have enough money in my bank account. I can leave today. I will leave my nine to five. I will leave everything I know. Now, how many people do you think will support you? How many people do you think will go to Africa with you? Probably not a lot. Because we're attached to unhealthy things. But the single swim method of life is not for the faint of heart. See, I've decided to swim. And not sink. And I've realized that I have to let go of unnecessary attachments. Unnecessary things that no longer serves me in my life. I've had to let go of people and and I've had to leave places a plethora of times that I've cried for months and months. 
until I finally realized and recognized that there's something that I need to change in my life. And if someone is not willing to support me on that, then they don't need to be in my life. So if you're at a pivot point in your life where there has been a shift, there has been something that has called that has caused you to make a major decision. And those people that are supposed to be in your corner, those people that are supposed to be your friends, your go-tos, whoever. And if they bail out, will you seek a swim? Will you keep on moving? What is your next step? God is the source of my strength. God is the source of my direction. So when it comes to certain events, certain things in my life, I know for sure I will I won't allow my children, I won't allow my counselor, I won't allow my friends, my family, I won't allow a job, I won't allow my spouse. I won't I won't even allow myself to talk me out of it because I knew that's something. I know that's something that God has called me to do. I've done the work in meditation. I've done the shadow work. But this is reality. Even if you do all three of those steps. If you don't evaluate the people that's in your space, then you're going to be lost and you're not going to go further than you ever can imagine. That God planned for you, that God predestined for you. Have you ever noticed people that are successful, they never end up being around the same people they start out with? Sink or swim. Sink or swim. Now, I may not know how to swim or flick, but I promise you this. I will move my legs into it's some movement in the water. And I will call on help from those who will support me and they will they will lift my body up in the water. They will be that support for me. Even if it's just one person. So today just let's just decide what we're gonna do our lives. Let's reassess some things in our lives. So Are you going to sink? Or are you going to swim? Your decision. Thank you for listening. And until the next episode, be encouraged. Stay motivated. Listen to positive information. Say your affirmations. Say your mantras. And be ready for change. Be you.